What's up, everyone? Welcome back to My First Kicks. This is episode 74, and boy, do we have another good one in the books for you. This week, we welcome DP to the podcast to talk his first kicks. This is a short one because the man is a busy guy. And of course, because he is the CEO of Soul Savvy. And if you haven't heard of Soul Savvy, I mean, I've been uh, pushed their advertisements, so I'm pretty sure you have as well. But I suggest definitely checking it out. It is a very cool service to kind of level the playing field in the sneaker game. And we talk about that in this week's episode. So we try to fit as many uh, stories as we could and get as much as we could out of him in this limited time, which you're about to listen to. But it is a great listen, and I sure as hell cannot wait for you to listen to it. However, we got to talk about this damn Travis Scott drop. And I was over here thinking Travis Scott's canceled. Like this is going to level the playing field, not to use the term again. But I did not know that the man is still popping. And I'm hoping if you're listening to this that you hit because I went 0 for 4 like I was Shaq on the free throw line and it's there was like an article going around on top of that that I don't know if it put salt in the wound but it just made me feel stupid for even trying and if you haven't seen it there was an article about over a million people put in just to get the pairs of trainers that dropped the trainer SP ones that had this like cover on. And I thought that that was dope. I've been seeing pics before the whole Astral World incident happened and I was very interested. So I was hoping to get a pair. <laughs> it's crazy. But truly, I was a bigger fan of the Air Max ones and I was really hoping to at least get one of the two pairs that dropped. And I struck out on both, struck out on all four, and it sucks. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, not to say and again, but also we had the Amal Manir drops, the twos that dropped. They dropped during a Discord release. You get a, like a raffle there. There's also a raffle on their website. Struck out on both of those. So I'm just striking out. I'm striking out everywhere now. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> Uh, it is crazy because like before this recording um, sneakers dropped the union twos on the sneakers app and I also struck out on those again and it wasn't even for the color that I wanted I man that whole air air Jordan two unions the Rattan colorway debacle was crazy I think there's people still getting invoices or joking about getting invoices for their pairs and I couldn't even get one out into a cart or something like they were just I was the site was just crashing left and right so I didn't even go back I just quit and I was just like I'm good but <laughs> I don't know when there's going to be another chance to get the Amon Meniers but if you're listening to this on Friday, it is definitely our last chance to get the Travis Scott collab. 
If you're on sneakers app, I wish you the best of luck because I have not had any luck at all. On top of this, we also had had the Jordan one that dropped and I'm going I'm to I'm just call them the UnChicago's because it's, it's this is a term that we used in the Nike SB days. If it was a colorway, but flipped, we just call them unsomething. So I, I said this on Twitter a while ago. If you're following me, don't forget who is Haas underscores who uh, is and and there's no underscore after Haas, but underscores there. Follow your boy. I talked about how. Well, I didn't talk about I just called them the UnChicago's because they're literally the Chicago colorway, except they're just flipped. And I thought they were great. And I. I, I mean, I didn't think they were like amazing, but I thought they were pretty great. The sneaker world, from my view, hated these shoes. And yet I still wasn't able to get a pair. I just struck out. It's been nothing but striking out left or right. And I guess, you know, that's what what it is now. But DP jumps on the podcast to tell us how we can't strike out anymore or just are able to get pairs by using his service, Soul Savvy. So on to where you can find DP. You can find him on all social medias as DP16 at 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 DP16. Don't forget to check out Soul Savvy at soulsavvy.com and sign up and tell him you heard this episode because then hopefully, you know, maybe we get a little little sponsorship here. You use our code, but you know where to find me. I am at who is Haas on all socials. Don't forget to follow Ify at Ify Nawadway. He will definitely be back soon on the pod. Just schedules as always schedules. And I'm working on something. So it just just didn't mix. And don't forget to follow the podcast at my first kicks pod on all socials. We just launched a pod chaser uh, page, if you want to call it that. So hit up the the that link leave a review you know share that if you want to share the podcast which is podchasers.com slash my first kicks and if you want to hit us up or if you want to let us know who you want to see on the pod don't forget to just send us an email at my first kicks pod at gmail.com so on to this week's episode with DP. Hey, DP, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, man. It's a pleasure to be here. No, man, it's a big, big honor. Uh, last week we had Gmo on and I was telling him I was able to get during my because I, I talked about it in last week's episode, how I'm just adding people in the sneaker community through LinkedIn yeah, yeah. and just getting them on the podcast. Um, so you're one of the first people I had to add, uh, especially because, you know, Soul Savvy, which we, you'll talk about. Yeah. Uh, um, but I was just like, yeah, it would be interesting to hear like, you know your story and, and your first kick. So I, I hit you up and. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm glad you did. I, I think that was, that might be the first podcast request I've gotten over LinkedIn. So kudos <laughs> to you for, uh, you know, diving into a different platform to get your audience guests going and, and lined up. <laughs> 
I mean, it's once I so uh, it, people who can't see me, but yes, I have an Emmy and I put it in my title. So I think that is just like, you know, if people see that it's like, oh, wow, I get to have like an Emmy award winning. Honestly, <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't even notice. I just you said, come talk sneakers about your first kicks on my podcast. And I said, OK, I, I'm always down to talk shoes with, with other sneakerheads. So but now now I have to interview you. What's what, you tell me about this Emmy? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, so I worked at MLB for a hot stint. Yeah, it was like nine months. And I worked on a TV. I worked on one of their TV shows, MLB Tonight. And nice. we th- they got put up for an Emmy and won won the Emmy, so I have an Emmy. Oh, dude, that's amazing! That's cool. <laughs> people people always like to bring it up, and I'm just like, it's all right. It's just you know, well, now it's I just know. an Emmy. I should, I should have asked you this off off air, but uh, here we are, regardless. <laughs> oh man, I mean, yeah. So I just like it's funny because people don't notice, but uh, the first time we were supposed to connect to record this episode. I lost all internet in my house and yep. could not sign on. Now we've been playing tag for a minute. Yeah. And then I hit you up recently and be like, yo, you know, are you good to jump on? And then you got hit with the, the C19. Oh, yeah, I did. I got <laughs> it was brutal. Uh, yeah. And I, my brain just was not like just to talk and function was not there mm-hmm. for like a solid week. I had to take some time off and just recalibrate myself. Man, but I'm glad you're healthy now and you're on here. And uh, for my listeners, uh, how about a little introduction of who you are? And Yeah. 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 Um, CEO, co-founder, and I like to say first member of Soul Savvy. Um, Mm -hmm. We're an end-to-end platform for people who love sneakers, um, anti-resale, really about collector culture and passion and community. And we built a, a, a platform that allows you to really enjoy the best parts of sneakers across the spectrum, whether that's content community or whether that's just a simple act of like, how do I buy this shoe for retail at point of sale? Or at the end of that spectrum, what is a real, what does a peer-to-peer network for real sneakerheads look like? That's not about um, driving up, you know, resale prices and maximizing revenue because we do 0% fees if you're a subscriber of Soul Savvy and everything that we do. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I've wanted to sign up, but I've never had the money to yep. do it. So like early on when you guys first started, I, I remember just signing, like getting on the website and putting my name on the wait list. Yeah. And then I would, I was getting those emails like every week. Yeah, I was writing them all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were like, yo, I think, you, are you still interested? And I'm just like, I don't have the money right now. I can't. <laughs> Did you ever respond to one of them? Uh, no, I, 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 no, I thought, cause I thought it was automated. I never no. thought it was a real email. No, every single, um, waitlist email, um, that has went out prior to maybe like me having a baby last year mm-hmm. was, um, coming from me and all the, all the responses went to me and I was writing them all. Um, so it was legitimately me and t- tons of times people would respond and um, we'd have a conversation and they'd tell me like crazy cool sneaker stories. And sometimes people would say, Hey, um, not right now. I got, I got to get my money. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and, and usually, you know, even subscription aside at $33, like buying shoes is a, is an expensive habit. Right. And, right. um, you never want to prioritize, you know, health and home and, and family and food over, um, leather <laughs> ever. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, it's sometimes suede. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Should've> suede. <laughs> hey, yeah. listen, you got, you, you, sometimes you do have to take the priority and not eat uh for a whole week to cop a pair of you know like just a nice uh uh horsehair air force ones or something if the grail if the grail is speaking to you and you gotta eat ramen you gotta eat ramen uh, <laughs> you gotta do 
That's facts. And I don't think a lot of people understand this. They think we're just crazy because, I, I mean, this is why we, we start, I, me and, uh, well, I started this podcast is just to get those stories because, you know, yeah. a lot of people just been, been, you know, we, this, the, the sneakers in our collection mean something to us. They're not just, you know, we're not just hoarding them just to hoard them or, yeah. or like, you know, they're, they're, each pair comes with their, their own story. And absolutely. That's a great segue. I'm going to compliment myself on yes. the question of the, this podcast, which is what's your first kicks? What's that first pair of sneakers you absolutely needed to have? Um, for me, that is the um, Raging Bull pack. Um, I, I remember distinctly 2009 walking mm -hmm. into, I'm pretty sure it was dipped, um, a local boutique in Vancouver. Um, Maybe it was good, uh, good foot, but I'm gonna go dipped. I'm pretty sure it was dipped because of the location mm -hmm. and what I remember. And I remember walking in there with a friend and, um, I think my sneaker buying habits, well, how old would I have been then? Um, I would have been just like 20. Um, and my sneaker buying habits were really non-existent prior mm -hmm. to my first like real job in my career in sneakers, because my parents are just, they're immigrants from Serbia and spending money on shoes is like the stupidest thing in the world, yeah. according to them. I mean, I get you because yes, I, I'm part of the same first first generation immigrant. Yeah, uh, I was talking with Gmo about this too. Like, you know, like you, their priorities are totally different. And then we're we've been so deprived Dude, coming we're up. We're so blessed. We are so <laughs> blessed. The shit our parents went through to give us what they have given us, and then I'm like, I got 500 pairs of shoes. Um, I'm, I'm an asshole as far as my dad's concerned. No. Um, but no, like my dad tells me the story all the time around like how he had one pair of shoes for all of high school. And, uh, every year he'd actually paint them a different color. So it looked like he had new sneakers. Like that's just See, like how broke they were. That was uh, ingenuity. That was brilliance. And now, <laughs> yeah. now he has a collection of 30 cause he takes all my hand-me-downs that I don't wear, don't want anymore. Or sometimes mm -hmm. he, he, he finds them himself and he's like, these are so, so cool. C can I have them? I'm like, yeah, go for it. Um, <laughs> but anyways, back to the Raging Bulls. Um, maybe had a few sneakers at the time. Um, you know, some Adidas KG, some Superstars, um, some Shocks, stuff like that. And that, I remember walking in that store, um, black and red, my, my favorite color combo, Trailblazers, um, my high school basketball team, black and red. Um, and I walked in there and I saw those. I was like, and they were like, I actually don't even think I knew what they were, um, mm -hmm. other than Jordans, obviously. But um, they were in, the, in a glass case, like put up all nice. You could see the box. And um, me and my friend were just like, we should Google them. I'm like, those are so nice. He's like, I love the black pair. I'm like, I love the red pair. Mm -hmm. But the problem was it was, I believe retail was around like 300 US. Yeah. Um, it was definitely pushing 500 Canadian. Because I think at the time, the disparity in exchange rate was really bad. It was at least 450. Mm -hmm. Half a rack on sneakers. It's just, that was stupid. Uh, a decade. This is dumb. No one, no one's doing that. Um, and I, and they were easy to get, right. They were just sitting there. It's not like I was in line or I just walked in the store on a Tuesday and they were available. Um, and we, so we didn't buy them. We just couldn't, we couldn't afford it. Couldn't justify it. You know, we didn't really have job jobs and, um, there's mm -hmm. other priorities in life. And I thought about those for the longest time, man, forever, you know, started kicking heels. Yeah, <laughs> but let me give a little rundown for yeah. for the listeners sure, uh, sure, about sure. about the Raging Bull Fives. Yeah. Uh, inspired by the red bandanas worn at Pamplo Pamplona's 
running of the bulls. This Jordan 5 features a red suede upper with red laces. The silver shark tooth detailing matches the tongue while also sporting red tips. The black outsole sports a translucent application that reveals jump band branding underfoot. The shoe release, as previously, as as you said, DP, shoe released as part of the Raging Bulls pack in 2009. And so it's funny because I've also loved this shoe, but I was never a big fan of the fives. So, I mean, sure, the fives are (laughs) I mean, they're not my favorite all time. Jordan is Jordan seven. Um, And then the Jordan one. Um, I don't I think Jordan five is somewhere in, in that couple after but no um they're a little heavier a little higher they're just they looked beautiful to me maybe it was the experience maybe it was the colors it just stuck with me and that isn't a great reason but it it is why and i've i've held that memory since um well ever since that moment that because like so yeah i I was a big fan of this of, of the shoe itself and and like uh just like it's just being bright and loud but like in 2009 i was the one of those dudes with the big baggy pants, like you. So if you had like a big tongue, you can't really like yeah. wear like yeah. <laughs> hip hop hip hop clothing back then did not accommodate for the Jordan Five tongue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel that. I feel that. Um, and yeah, I think I remember. So I started Kick Steals in 2011, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, I thought about them on and off, but like it wasn't like you could go somewhere and just buy, like, we weren't anywhere close to the goat stock kicks of like, put in a sneaker and it'll show up at your door in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. um, type of era. And when that era did pop up, I thought about buying them, thought about buying them, couldn't justify the price. I was like, Oh man, 500, 600. That's crazy. Ended up buying the set for, uh, for eight fifty. Um, wow. <laughs> I forget what year it was. Maybe it was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I think right before, right before the pandemic and right before, the last dance. So I, I think I got in at a. Oh yeah. You got uh, in like before they were about to the skyrocket. Yeah. yeah. And um, I bought them then and uh, they're incredibly uncomfortable and they're old. <laughs> um, I've worn them a couple of times. The quality is nowhere near to today's Jordans. It's like cardboard. And uh, mm-hmm. I inevitably ended up picking up the, the re-release pair um, last year. And um, at this point I, I've, I put the 2021 edition in a box and I'm going to mm-hmm. wear the, 2009s until uh until they fall apart to be honest with you i kind of just want to see them get get wrecked and then put them on display with a crumbled soul and say i've had those since 2009 <laughs> <laughs> listen to you're gonna be like listen to my episode of yeah. my first kicks yeah it, it, you're gonna have like a little a qr code next to the shoe yeah you're like here you go little, I'm little original, audio. original owner of these for 13 years <laughs> except for if you listen to this podcast and then realize i'm just lying <laughs> <laughs> the um so uh nike sb put out a pack that was the same as these it was the ode to the raging bull pack I don't know if you know. No, I didn't but, know that. Uh, yeah, so I bought those instead. They did a low with the with the with this this oh, colorway, yeah, yeah. and then they did a, they did the high with the 3M, and I bought both up, and I was just I killed both of them. They're yeah. they're still they're still in my closet. I have never been a dunk guy, and still to this day, I'm not. Um, like I think. Pre-dunk hype, I had one pair undefeated. Mm-hmm. I think the undefeated dunks in white is, is the only pair I owned. Mm-hmm. Um, and now maybe have five. Um, which is interesting just to see like how much stuff's changed in the last two years. And 
man, Nike's good at marketing, yo. Like they know how to make us want things that we didn't want as short as 12 months ago. Yeah. I mean, it, they've somehow just tapped into just being part of our fabric of like just every day. Yeah. Like if you're into this specific lane, they've have you under wraps of just being like, yeah, this is what we got to do. Like, you know, this, this is, you need these, like you have to have these. And yeah. then, um, but yeah, I mean like growing up and being part of like the scene community too, it's just like, it, it also feels that cause you don't want to be left in the dust also. Yeah. You know? And no, absolutely. So, There's a, yeah, I think that that I think you could maybe describe it as like FOMO a little bit. And um, it's gotten very heavy and um, it's a big part of sneaker culture right now. And I think it's time we take a little step back and just appreciate good kicks, regardless of what Travis Scott has on his feet. And yeah, 100 percent, a million percent. I've preached this time and time again, because like it's not about being current because it's but it, I think it's more about what hits you. So like, yeah. I'm I've I've said this year like I really want to get an old pair of kicks like something that I missed out and now I have the money for because, yeah. like you said you know growing up with with yeah. with a first generation immigrant parent you don't you're not getting no close you're getting that maybe one shoe one shoe and then yeah and it has to be like and it's usually on sale and then you're just like all right has to be on sale has to be buy one get one free like it's got to be your local like running like it's not gonna be hype Um, (laughs) not gonna be hype at all but um yeah i think uh we're gonna we're gonna see a little reset in sneaker culture coming up in the next six to twelve months and uh i'm excited for it to be honest with you yeah me too i think i think the way it's been trending and you know with you know, you, your community starting up and, and yep. starting to pick up traction because like I've been I've been following you guys for a little bit on the socials. And I love that you put out community stories and, and shed light on just everyday people yep. that are that are that want sneakers and not are just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get 80 pairs of this so I can resell them and make, you know, 50 on top. You know, yeah, like yeah. I think I think that's we're at this at this height of of we're just so over reselling because like the fatigue is at an all-time high and like i said this when um we were fundraising and 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 getting money for the company people ask me all the time why don't you just start a reselling business that's really profitable it's going to go from 6 billion to 30 billion over the next whatever i think they were saying by 2030 um so basically like over the next decade that resell was going to uh quadruple in size Mm -hmm. and my whole thing has always just been like you're assuming the hardcore um, sneaker audience and, and the driver of this, of the culture is going to want to deal with this bullshit for another decade. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it's not going to, it's not going to happen because after you get punched in the face 99 times and you show up at the, at the, at the store, at the door for the hundredth time, you're going to be like, you know what? That hurt. I don't want to deal with this anymore. And that's, I yeah. think that's how people are feeling right now. And, and at the end of the day, it's like, we love shoes, not hype. Maybe we got, we got pulled into that hype more than um, we expected or would admit. Uh, but the reality is we all fell for it and we were eating that shit up for, for the last three years, especially. Um, so when all that hype dies down, the resale dies down, what, what's going to happen? We're just going to keep loving shoes. There's freaking good GRs left and right. Good GR Jordans. Good. Just it's time. It's time for a reset um, <laughs> and let the people just enjoy their damn sneakers. Nah, yeah, I, I think it's it definitely starts with just building community again. I think once once we 
once we in the sneaker realm, because at this point, I feel like, you know, we were we were just struggling to um, try to find more like minded people that thought this way, because a lot of people that started uh, buying sneakers was just buying it, buying it just to sell them. And so that just ended up becoming the main uh, consumers like and you, and then we kept fueling it by because we weren't able to get them. Now we're going through them to get the sneakers and yeah. it kind of just. Yeah. And then now we don't even do like trades like and the trades are so like I've seen trades in real life and they're very non-conversationalist. They're just very like, give me like you got to run the black light over the shoe. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, you know, like this is not what I grew up on. No. <laughs> I, yeah. It's really interesting. You take what we grew up on and like um, there's like a whole new generation of sneakers heads let's say maybe they're not sneakerheads let's just call them sneakerheads for the sake of this conversation growing up and coming out of this era who i don't think are going to have the same foundation that they need to continue loving sneaker culture like we did growing up right Mm -hmm. we had mj um but like you can ask yourself the question like why not lebron don't blame it on the designs uh, or what it might be like it's had its moments but at the end of the day you look at it and it's like we've changed or what realm like we just don't appreciate things the same way anymore right and um we'll see we'll see we'll see what changes um it will though i'm confident things are about to shift i mean i, I am too because you know like especially with like if i as the people that listen to my podcast is also is just like we're just starting to branch out make this community where we're having these conversations and telling stories more than just being like oh, i'm tired of this i'm tired of that like you know like i i mean i don't know if you want to share like a story of just like walking into a store and just being able to get something that you saw like i mean i don't know if yeah. because now it's few and far in between but but actually honestly recently um i wanted the marina jordan one blues um mm-hmm. just i love that color combo with the reverse um black in any color really um, one of those just was like being lazy I just, I was, you know, I was just, I'll get them when I get them. Right. I'll let shits mm-hmm. work out. And if I don't, uh, I, I won't get them. Who cares? I got 500 pairs of shoes. I'll be fine. Um, obviously didn't pay a resale for them. Didn't see a need. Didn't really try. And I walked into livestock in here in Vancouver mm-hmm. and they had a full size run in the store, nothing online. Didn't want to deal with it. Walked in. I'm like, you guys got a, a 10 and a half or 11. They're like, we got 10 and a half. I'm like, all right, grab the 10 and a half, walked out. Got the shoes here with me. Um, I think we forget that like <laughs> you don't, it goes back to the FOMO. Like you don't have to buy it today or tomorrow or like in two days now. And it's not going to define you or make you less cool or more cool. If you have it right away, it's mm-hmm. like, just chill, just relax. It's fine. <laughs> Move on to next week. There's yeah, exactly. always a sneaker drop every <laughs> single week. There's like five, six sneakers dropping. Yeah. And I think is it's also that like, Oh, I mean, the one thing I, I, I will say is just like this, we got to this big height in the community. I want to I'll call it that yeah. uh, the sneaker community where it, all, it was all about, oh, did you pay resale? I don't know if you remember this, like like there was just like, oh, how much resale did you pay on this shoe? And if you didn't pay enough resale on the shoe, then you were whack for not paying that more than what you should like when it was at its highest. <laughs> 
that's stupid. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. It was like videos. It was YouTube videos, and it was all these kids, and it was always on online. And they'd be like, "How much did you pay for that?" And then they was just like, "Oh, like, I remember seeing those videos." Yeah, and they're Polo. like, yeah, "Yeah, they got like five thousand dollar fits on." And it's like cool story. Um, <laughs> no, but even to that conversation, like I think there was a point in time where, and we might still be going through it, but definitely like mm-hmm. two years ago. Are you? Um, it, the question wasn't like where do you get those? Mm-hmm. It was, how much did you pay? Yes. Waiting that it was for resale. Right. And, um, I'm very happy to say because of what we built, like maybe like 15, 20 pairs of my collection out of, out of 500 and change. I, I paid resale for because mm-hmm. it's just like, there's so many sneakers dropping. And, um, the question you have to ask yourself all the time is, do you really want it that bad? Just think about it. Out of everything else you could get or might be able to get in the future or what that money could do, do you really want it that bad? And if you do, ask yourself the question, why? Mm-hmm. Right. And if that why isn't like justifiable, you're just doing it for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. That's that's a thousand like that's what I preach. And you know, I practice what I preach. I'm also I'm also team no resale. Like if I'm on like a stock X or a goat, I'm underbidding as much as possible. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you get you get sometimes you know some people just sitting on stock, so they're just like, all right, I'm getting rid of these. Catch you on a downturn. Yeah, exactly. And I think like that's just the sneaker gods just blessing blessing me. That's what I I chalk it up to. Um, but I think the what 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 I miss is in my collecting days was that that the purveyor for old stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, because. Like that's what it was about. It was about getting those those head cracks, is what we called them over here. Yeah. And you know, people just being like, "Yo, when did those come out?" Like that's what I want to hear. That that like I miss yeah. hearing that. When did those come out? Because now everybody knows when every everything's coming out now. Well, everyone's wearing the same thing right now, right? It's yeah, that's true. Jordan ones, Dunks, Air Force ones, some Yeezys, three fifties, and got to show some love to New Balance. But that's a whole different kind of. Uh, vertical over there with their i'm i'm super curious at what was like the sneaker because i i think you, yeah i mean you're 100 the first person from vancouver on the nice. podcast so what was like the sneaker community in vancouver oh man i don't i don't even really know like i i always lived in the suburbs like going to vancouver for me was like an hour journey as a as a kid and um mm-hmm. You know, we played high school basketball, but I would say just, I mean, we live in the Pacific Northwest, man. Like you just got to keep it real. The weather sucks. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't get nice summers. So it wasn't like, like I have a 30, oh, sorry. No, I have a, yeah, I have a 33 pair flying racer collection. Um, I don't know why, to be honest with you, because the amount of opportunities I have to wear flying racers in any given year is like probably 33 days (laughs) out of 365. And to own that many shoes, um, I don't get around to them, but I love that sneaker. Like love, love, love that sneaker. My favorite sneaker of all time. I'm ready for the inevitable and, uh, retro. I know it's coming. The Oreos. I have, I have both, both Oreos, all three <laughs> multicolors. Like I got the Cheetos. I got like the height. I got like, seriously, I have every freaking flying eraser that mattered or looked good. Um, be trues, uh, the Nike lab pair, like just mm. all, I have them all. Um, I just don't get to wear them. I don't get to wear them. I mean, but that's the love about like 
about being into this is just like you can find that one shoe that just that model that just hits you and you're just like oh i'm gonna keep wearing these like and you just be known as you know dp the flight net racer yeah dude i (laughs) i basically am everyone knows um i'm a flight net racer guy in my my kick steals days i think if you google kick steals um flying at racer right now mm. i'm gonna check you should be able to see my entire collection and my custom sneaker that i did um yeah i did i did a, i did a custom uh, i took a white pair had someone local um uh just i guess they dyed it and colored it for me if you, you'll see it um it's got like a bubblegum blue and, and and pink uh cloudy color color to it um and that was a part of that. That was the, one of the 30 pairs I, I posted. I wore, oh man, love that shoe. Love, love that shoe. The man, you know how much, I got to say, you, you know how much money you saved me? Oh, from Kicks? Kicks yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, well, that's, that's, what I was, that's, I mean, my sneaker origins are like, I have no money. What can I buy? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, this is why we were just hunting down deals and discounts and <laughs> even stuff for retail and stuff. Um, as a you know dynamic kind of changed yeah i mean yeah you like when i found that kicks deals uh twitter account like early early in the days i was like i all my workout sneakers came from there nice. from from your post and i was just like yeah, yeah cool size 13 40 bucks give me uh, let me get yeah. that <laughs> oh you're 13 so now you're feeling the pain oh yeah i've always felt the pain but i've been able to amass you know a 200 close to 300 pair um collection and I think it's just, you know, perseverance. And when you're a big footer, <laughs> you just yeah. got to keep going because I used to because I live in New York. So like I I would just make rounds because, you mm-hmm. know, you they would only get one or two pairs per store and, or if you're lucky and then yeah. I'd go. And I'd, at this point, people just started knowing me and I'd yeah. like, yo, you. And I remember getting to, to the front of stores and the managers would be like, nah, man, sold the 13. Sorry. Like, don't even, <laughs> don't yeah. even try. Don't even try to ask. So, yeah. oh, I man. mean, struggle. So, much. I, oh, so I know much you changed. <laughs> so much has definitely changed. I mean, the stocks, the stock of sneaker releases has gotten better in terms of Bigfoot sizes. And I think that's mostly due to basketball players really pushing and like, you know, PJ Tucker's gotten a lot of people into sneakers and so yeah it, it it's helped the bigfoot community but at the same time i did not know there was that many um of us out there because yeah. i thought i was just asked out and that was it <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the beauty of, that's the i mean the beauty of the sneaker community as a whole yeah for sure i did want to say real quick uh Flyknit chuckers are super slept on. I think yeah. I wish I got a pair because I always seen people and I'm like, yo, these are dope. And I, I and like I just love that Chucka height. Yeah. Um, been a fan of it since the since Vans put out the Chuckas. And I was just like, it's the lunar the lunar Flyknit versions for me personally versus mm-hmm. um I guess what is the free run version, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, the free flying it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have three, I have three pairs of the flying it lunar chuck. I got the, just a regular GR that I beat. And then, um, the HTM pack. Um, I got both of those. I bought them when people just forgot that they like just stopped caring about flying it. Chuck is so I got them on a, at a pretty good price. I would say like two fifty um, American <laughs> on, on goat. Um, but yeah, I went and got those after, after the fact, because 
They used to be like a thousand bucks or some shit. Yeah. I mean, now fly nets are crazy. And, and I'm mad that I didn't buy any of them because I guess people just decided to say like, now these are like grail worth type shoes. Like fly nets are just crazy now. So. I, I think I might, you know what? I'm going to bust out my HTMs the next time I leave the house. I'm just looking at them on Google. Tag, 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 tag me in the beautiful. Tag me in the post. <laughs> tag me in the post on that one. The uh, before we jumped on, I did. I want to touch on this because, you know, uh, especially because I know you have to get out of here soon. But mm. before you jumped on, you did talk about the Roshis and I wanted to know what the Roshis meant to you. Yeah. Um, I mean. My background, I'm Serbian, I'm European. Um, we love our runners and trainers more than we love high tops and, and Jordans. Um, mm-hmm. Hence my love for planet racers over chakas um but the roshi run was just like this to me a perfect blend of like affordable stylish comfortable sneaker um when did it come out 2011 12 something yeah like that. somewhere yeah, yeah. somewhere in that in that range um yeah they're just they're affordable dope cool colorways they're they were on, in style and on trend they were doing in, interesting releases um, you know, high tops, the Brazil, the country pack, the metallic mm-hmm. gold, the hyperfuse, the do an ID, like it was just a fun time. And um, there's no denying that sneaker captivated um this um, you know, this the sneaker audience, the culture for a couple of years there, and kind of has turned into the butt of jokes, um, which is like typical 2020 like BS where um you know, you just you just rag on shit because it's no longer <laughs> cool. But um, I, you know, you can make the case that we might not have the type of shoes we have now um, if that if the Roshi Run doesn't doesn't pop off like it did. Yeah, I definitely think it's. Uh, I think it wasn't Kanye behind the Roshi Run. That I don't know. Like that? I or I like verify I, that for you right now. <laughs> I know. I know there was like something about him like helping design design the shoe and i didn't know that i mean the, he had i don't know if it was officially kanye but like the yeezy inspired um mint green roshi run the pink mm-hmm. i have those um yeah the, the run fb pack um i don't know yeah actually i don't know if that's a you're gonna have to you know do some research <laughs> <laughs> i mean i have it up right now the rise and fall of uh the roshi run which came the roshi started in 2012 so there you go i mean I, look, you could say the rise and fall of the uh, nmd the rise and fall of the ultra boost the rise and mm-hmm. fall of the react 87 the what's probably going to be the rise and fall of the dunk um i think people are going to start to get burnt out but maybe maybe not yeah, I, I just think like I mean to me the shoe did not appeal to me. I thought because I'm I like ankle support. I've bad. I've been I've known I've literally had ankle surgery. So like yeah, I yeah. Oh, notoriously I've, known yeah <laughs> for bad ankles. So yeah. I, when I saw that shoe, I was just like I mean even if for sixty bucks I was always just like nah I can't do it I can't do it. So I never owned a pair. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's definitely the Roshi the Roshi vibe is literally like everybody's wearing them it's the same vibe i get from yeezys everybody's wearing yeezys yeah. out here and it's it's uh yeah it, it's it's that that I just like i don't i don't i don't know if i met and i, I get the same vibes from it so i don't mess with it but before you go i do have one question okay. and it's this is how we end the podcast all right uh and it is what does the thrill of the hunt mean to you the thrill of the hunt to me means um tracking down something you love or passionate about or want for whatever reason without paying resale for it 
Mm-hmm. That is it's a, whether that's like on release day and online cop or, you know, going to a, a thrift store or even a consignment store. Um, I love index um, in Portland. Uh, that's one of my favorite stores to pop into and even search online because like they just get like random stuff. And by resale, I mean like you, you, it's cheating if you go to StockX and go and just like buy it. Like that's just yeah. cheating. Um, so Thrill of the Hunt is just is is buying a sneaker on your own accord with ideally for retail and um, whether that's a trade or whatever it might be. Um, there's there's one shoe that I want very badly. I'm never gonna get. Without um, me either. I always say, just put it out there. You just got to put it out there. It's the it's that it's the Flyknit Racer um, Tokyo Olympics tie dye. Um, it was supposed to release for the twenty. No, they gifted it to a bunch of people in twenty sixteen, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, for the twenty twenty games, and it was like a hundred pairs. And now, as I'm on here, I'm on Stadium Goods. I'm gonna click and check if they got my size and <laughs> do something irrational. Size four for twenty five hundred dollars. Holy crap! Um, it's just a fine racer, a blue fine racer. But like, it's like the one that I never could get because it was like seated to all the cool people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if anyone's got a pair in a size 11, 11 and a half, who does not want it, I would love <laughs> my collection. And then twenty twenty was rolling around, and I was like. Maybe they'll maybe they'll re-release this. Nah, nope. Damn. Um. I mean, perfectly said. And I know I gotta, gotta get you. You gotta you gotta go. So just let everybody know where they can find you. Yeah. Um. You can find me personally, DP16, literally everywhere on social media. Mm-hmm. Um. And then Soul Savvy everywhere as well on social media. S O L E S A V Y. Um. One V. And peace, peace, peace. Your world. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely will be signing up. I just now I will. I will be. Um, and we gotta then, set you up. We gotta set you yeah. up. <laughs> and then because uh, as we as y'all, everybody knows who's listening every week. We say this to end the episode. Wear your kicks. Wear your damn kicks.